This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected book of the month, Meditating the Word. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Today on Live Your Faith. What's happening in America today is a fight not between uh, Democrats and Republicans and Independents. The fight that's gone on in the country is between what does the Bible say and with those who don't want the Bible, what do they say? The fight's between those two things. It's still all the way down to the Word of God. So Satan's able to steal the Word away from the Welcome to the Live Your Faith broadcast. I'm Keith Butler. Praise God. Our broadcast is about Romans 1.16, which reads, The Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. And then it's also about Hebrews 10.38, The just shall live by faith. We'll help you learn how to live by faith. And also, praise God, we'll help you to understand the Word. And that's what this program is about. We're going to go right into it right now, and you'll learn and you'll be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Once again, the New Testament is translated from the Greek, and the Greek word for good is kalos. And kalos means best ground. It means better ground. It means beautiful ground. Praise God. All from God's perspective. Now, amen. So let's just read again Jesus' words. We'll read from Mark's account, because you can find this in Matthew 13. And you can also find this in Luke 8. But Jesus said, know you're not this parable. How then will you know all parables? No, but he just told you, this is the key, most important one of all. The sower sows the word. And one say, the word. the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word, say the word. word. Is sown, but when they have heard, Satan come immediately and taketh away the word, say the word. the word. That was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, say the word, word, receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves, and so last but for a time. But afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word, say the word, word. sake immediately they are offended. These are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, say the word, word. and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, say the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, say the word, and bringeth and receiveth it and bring forth fruit. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. So what do you think this parable is about? <laughs> Dada. 
It's about the word of God. Now, let's read a few things Jesus said about the word because how many of you want to be good ground? I didn't ask how many of you are good ground. I said how many of you want to be good ground? We'll see. Praise God. Turn to St. John chapter 12. Amen. St. John chapter 12, and I just want to hear what Jesus has to say about this, because Jesus is the one who put forth the parable. Notice what Jesus says here, chapter 12 and verse 48, 49, and 50. If you have a red letter edition, you see Jesus speaking. He that rejected me and receiveth not my words, hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. So in the last day, which is the day when every single human being who has ever walked the face of the earth stands before the throne of God and gives an account. He said here, you will be judged not by anything other than the word. He continues, for I have not spoken of myself, Jesus said, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment. What commandment was that, Jesus? Well, what I should say and what I should speak. And know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said to me, so I speak. So Jesus said, I did, does, do not put forth word of my own. I put forth what the Father says. So the rejection of the word of God is the rejection of God the Father. Then turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Praise his holy name. We're going to take a look at verse 16. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 reads, All scripture, that is the word, is given by inspiration of God, or is God infused, or God breathed. And it is fruitful, or helpful, or profitable for doctrine, which means instruction. For reproof, which means conviction and evidence. For correction, which means to straighten you up. For instruction, which means education and training. In righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, the word perfect, thoroughly furnished or equipped fully unto all good works. Hallelujah. So we've seen here the words, the whole shooting match. I mean, it's the whole deal. It really is. It's all about the word. Now, remember here, praise God, in verse 14 of Mark chapter 4. The sower sows the word, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. Amen. It didn't say here that Satan used any tool. It didn't say that Satan used affliction or persecution or care or deceit of the riches or lust and other things. It didn't say Satan used anything. So he just walked off and walked off with it. Okay, amen. Why is that? Because the by the side of the world is an individual where the word of God is not received because it is in first place over their own opinions and emotions. You know, opinions are like butts. Everybody got one. Just different shapes and sizes. 
Amen. Praise God. In other words, this individual has not placed the word of God as the highest authority. When the word of God is the highest authority, it settles our arguments. That's it. Uh, turn to Matthew chapter 10. Praise the Lord. Amen. I've been married for 48 years uh, because the word of God, amen, is the highest authority with me and Pastor Deborah. Because believe it or not, she is not perfect. And believe it or not, I am not perfect. And she is not right all the time. And I am not right all the time. Even though sometimes we think we both right all the time. Hallelujah. No, see, when, when with a marriage, if the word of God is the highest authority, then whatever conflict we got going, whatever we disagree, whatever, then you can go to the book and say, what did the book say? Let me tell you what the book says most times. The book tells us both of us is wrong. Most of the time. Are you listening to me? Then we bow down to that. Well, then there ain't no fight. Amen. Praise God. Now here in Matthew chapter 10, notice what Jesus said here. And he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. When I was in college, a college professor, the first day of class, took this out. Now, the, the, the class I was taking had nothing to do with God, Bible. It was a secular class. And the college professor put this up on the screen, this verse, this verse right here. And said, he that love a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that love a son or daughter is more than me is not worthy of me. Amen. In fact, praise the Lord. He also then read some other verses that what Jesus said. Amen. I even come to put at variance father and mother. Well, Jesus also said that. In other words, praise God. Then, of course, then he, he said, it was a he, and he said, see, see y'all Jesus stuff. He's just going to tear your families up. Then he went, and he did not allow, and of course, a bunch of folks jumped up right away, right? They jumped up right away to, to take him on on the subject, and he wouldn't let nobody say nothing, right? Amen. And I'll never forget that. First class today, 8 a.m. See? Well, praise God. But what Jesus is making a point here, he's making a point that there is the word of God will divide and can divide if necessary. If your father or mother or brother or sister or family or everybody else doesn't agree with the word, then you have to decide whether or not the word is the highest authority or not. 
and you have to make a choice. And he says that if you don't take the choice of the word over what they say, then you are not good ground. Don't mean you don't love them. Don't mean that. But it means that if I have to choose between y'all and, and the word of God, I got to choose the word. And that's what he said, or you're not worthy of me. Now, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, is the most loved book of all time. And the Bible is also the most hated book of all time. In fact, all strife that has happened in countries and civilizations in the West has all been over the Bible. You know why the Jews were persecuted the way they were persecuted? They were persecuted by the Romans and others because the others believed in uh, varying gods. Sun god, moon god, god of harvest, sex god. You can read all that in the scripture. They believed, they believed all the different gods, but the Jews held on to one thing. There's Jehovah God, and him only do you serve. And so because of it, because of that, then they were ostracized and persecuted because of many of these countries, amen, Caesar or the head of the state, including now in China and in North Korea, where if you believe that there is a God other than the head of the state, then you are an, declared as an enemy of the state and are treated as treasonous. And that's why they were persecuted because they just wouldn't do it. Amen. Today, there are Christians in China and North Korea and Iran and other places who are treated the same way today because they will not say that, that, that uh, Kim Jong-un is God. They will not say that Xi Jinping is God. They will not say that the Ayatollahs are God. They, they refuse to do it. They said there's only one Lord. There's only one faith. Hallelujah. And only one baptism. Praise God. And because of it, they are, they are individuals who are considered to be treason, treasonous. Well, what, what are you arguing about? Bible. All about the Bible. It's all about what the Bible says about this issue, these issues, and whether or not that individual is going to stay with the word of God to the end or not. This is the same thing that's going on in America today. What's happening in America today is a fight, not between uh, Democrats and Republicans and independents. The fight that's gone on in the country is between what does the Bible say and what those who don't want the Bible, what do they say? The fight is between those two things. It's still all the way down to the word of God. So Satan's able to steal the word away from the individual that will not accept the word of God as the highest authority. Amen. Praise God. And so eventually we'll hate not only the word, but hate those who put it forth. Hence, that's where persecution comes from. Are you listening to me? They will blame the messenger and not the message. Hallelujah. Now, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. I'm called to the ministry, and my job before God Almighty, and what I will give account to God for, is whether or not I gave you what the Word said, regardless to emotions, regardless to 
to popularity, regardless to whatever comes along with it. At the end of the day, we'll be judged by what Jesus said. Turn to Proverbs chapter 19 for a second. Praise God. Amen. So I'm going to tell you where I stand on, on some things. Amen. And show you why I stand on it. Amen. Obviously, good ground is the very opposite of the, of the sea by the side of the road, the wayside. Because, amen. If wayside seed doesn't make the word of God highest authority in first place over everything, guess what good ground would be? Good ground would be that I receive the word of God as the highest authority of all, settles all arguments, forms my opinion. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what good ground is. A good ground individual is one. Amen. One of the issues of good ground is that, regardless of what society says, media says, university says, your people say. Now, praise God. I'm an individual that, that believes that we ought to help the poor. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, he that have pity, the word pity, pity in the Hebrew is kindness, he that has kindness unto the poor lends unto the Lord. And that which he have given Will he pay him again? Because I believe that's what the word teaches, amen. The ministry that I run here every month gives money, praise God, to, to organizations that helps the poor. We do it every single month, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, week out, month in, month out. We do it every single month, amen. Why? The word of God told me. So if the word's got the highest authority of all, praise God, that's what I got to do. Uh, amen. amen. Turn to Galatians chapter 6. Amen. amen. Can I get three hallelujahs this morning? Hallelujah. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Ghost. Galatians chapter 6, we read verse 7. It said, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever, and you need to underline whatsoever means anything. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So the Bible says that, so then I believe in fairness, period. Hallelujah. I don't believe that, that an individual who has worked hard should be denied benefits because of the color of their skin or their sex. Amen. Amen. I believe there's supposed to be a level playing field. Where you reap what you sow. Amen. Then turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Excuse me. Verse 11 says, And that ye study to be quiet and do your own business and to work with your own hands as we have commanded you. Hallelujah. So there was a command. Scripture also says later on, it says that a man that shouldn't work shouldn't eat. Amen. So I do not believe and do not teach then because of what the Bible said. I do not believe and do not teach that people who are able-bodied, not elderly, not sick, etc. 
that able-bodied people should receive money who don't do nothing for it. Bible told me that. Okay, amen? So I can't support that. I don't support that. Okay, amen? Now, it's different if they're not able. They're elderly. There's a lot of other issues. Okay. But, but able-minded, man, I mean, <laughs> I never forget I was at uh, a certain uh, expressway, uh, and I uh, pull up on the service drive. There was a man holding the big sign. Now, he looked like the biggest, strong strapping as me. And he was holding him sign, will work for food. Well, I'm an employer. I got 120-some employees. I rolled down the window, and I said, brother, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to give you a job right now. And that's what I was going to do. I was going to give him a job right here at the church. And he scrunched up his face at me. And he said, now, you remember the sign he's holding? Will work for food. He scrunched up and he said, I don't want no job. I want some money. I rolled the window up. And... <laughs> I was in Washington, D.C. one time. I had, uh, my kids were young. And I was taking them to D.C. to show them all the cultural sites and explain history to them. And, you know, take them to the museums and explain. You know, you're supposed to, give, you're supposed to broaden your kids' minds, right? So I'm there in D.C., and I'm taking them through everything and all the museums, and, and we're walking on the street. And there's this guy. I'd say he probably was. Back then, I was probably about 30. Uh, and this guy on, the, guy on the street, he looked like he was about 22, 23, strapping, strapping, moving, holding on yards. He walks up and says, he said, man, you got some money? I said, you got a job. Get a job. Amen? He give you no money. Young. Spry. What? I work hard for my money, baby. Uh-uh. Turn to Genesis chapter 1. Now, if the word of God is not the highest authority, then you can revert to opinion. Opinions are like butts. Everybody got one, different one. Come on, somebody. But guess what? No opinion is higher than another. Now you get this argument. Now, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, of course, when God made man, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth, have rulership, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that move upon the earth. So since God said, and God went at creation, said for mankind to be fruitful and to multiply, then I do not receive, I do not believe, and I will not preach that a man can impregnate another man. Praise God. I want you to know God loves you very much, and he wants you into his family. You say, well, how do I come into the family of God? Very simple. Just pray a simple prayer, Romans 10, 9. It says, if you will acknowledge with your mouth 
that Jesus Christ is the highest authority of all and believe that God has raised him from the dead. The scripture said, you shall be saved, delivered. And just pray the simple prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I do believe. That's right. Repeat it with me. I do believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He carried my sins on the cross, was put in the grave. I believe he's alive now. Come into my heart. I accept you as my Savior. And that's all you need to do. And you'll never be the same. Praise God. You know, this teaching that Jesus did on the parable of the sower is extraordinarily important. He said in Mark chapter 4, verse 13, if you don't know this parable, how then will you know all parables? So this one is the key to unlocking all of them because all four individuals receive the word. You're watching me today. You're someone who has received the word, but only one of the four would good ground better ground, best ground, praise the Lord. And so we want to teach you how to be best ground, understand more about being that excellent ground. And not only that, we also offer this tape series that will help you to understand it. And we even have, praise God, a good ground shirt that we want to give you, praise the Lord. I know I've been in airports and other places and people say, oh, Kristen say, oh, I know what that is. Other people ask, and it's a good witnessing tool, you. Praise God can be one of the four. Good crowd in Jesus' name. Save the date for the 2024 KBM European Faith Conference, Overcoming Faith, with speakers Pastor Keith Butler and Reverend Rick Renner. Thursday, April 25th through Saturday, April 27th, with a concert on Sunday, April 28th. For more information, visit us online at faithconference.eu. If you've been looking for a ministry school that would properly prepare you for the call of God on your life, then prayerfully consider receiving your training through Bishop Butler program. We have trained students all over the world and they're doing great things for the Lord now. And we would love the opportunity to train you too. The Pistis School of Ministry is a two-year online hybrid program. And what you can expect to receive is an in-depth study of the Word of God and be equipped with the tools that you will need to succeed in ministry. I can honestly say that Pistis is like no other program. So whether you are a local learner or a distance learner, you can expect to receive the same great learning experience. If you would like to receive more information on Pistis or to register for our upcoming school year, email us at info at well, praise God, we're taking the Word of God to Western and Southern Europe and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the Word. You know, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, teach all nations. Then it goes on, praise God, teach them to observe what God from lost, all the things that Jesus taught them. So I want you to know when you support Keith Butler Ministries, you have a chance for the gospel to go just beyond your neighborhood, teach people around the world. We want to thank you for your prayers and your support. And always remember, fight the good fight of faith.
This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries.